Hello everyone and welcome to episode 38 of the Your Say podcast and Nikki, it's a lot about housekeeping. Look, it, literally. It's So it starts about general housekeeping, our segment that we do every week, which is very interesting this week. We've both jammed a bit in. Yeah, we have. We jammed a lot into seven days, but then we digress into housekeeping. Into invisible housekeeping. I know, but we end up on... <laughs> ASMR, a little bit of masturbation. Nikki's got a couple of confessions to make. I, I definitely dropped some bangers. Mm, it's strap a good yourselves in. Oh, speaking of straps, you should see the size of the strap on Becky's sports bra today. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Lorna Jane's designers because you know these are these aren't cheap, but these are like seatbelts. She's got a fucking seatbelt helping holding her boobs up. Yeah, hold on. This week's episode has been brought to you by Wellness with Ashi. Ashi offers you energy healings, clear your chakras and get channeled guidance, an array of services. You can use the code YOURSAY at the checkout to get 10% off all of her services. You can find Ashi on Instagram, Wellness with Ashi. Nikki. Yep. How's your week been? Oh, geez. <laughs> We might end up talking about this all all episode. Let's just see where it lands. Well, Look, I've had a big one. Let me just – I'm going to give the listeners a visual. Okay. Okay. You like that? I do like it. I think it sets a scene. It does. What do you got? You've got – your hair's pink. Yeah, it's, yes. I, look, the truth is I've run out of shampoo and all I've got left is the pink shampoo, but I wouldn't mind taking it out at the moment. Oh, I quite like it. Well, today, just for the visual, you've got pink hair, mm. kind of pinky glasses on and a pink puffer. Oh, I've got a pink puffer, puffer, on. puffer jacket on. Yeah, yeah I have. Very, pink. very aesthetic. And last night I got to paint pink bits. Well. Oh, not that I want to discriminate against the black bits. Oh. But I'll, okay, right. Okay. You need to tell everyone Let's what you were doing look, last night. No, I thought Nikki walked into my house and she was like, Look what I was painting last night. And I thought it was butterflies. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was a vulva. <laughs> so we talk about creating the dream life. I can tell you that last night I attended a vulva drawing class. This is online. Is online, it? yeah. So run by Ellie, um, who I've talked about many times, comfortable, comfortable in my, my skin. skin. So she got her account back from Instagram. She's now back. She's live. She goes around Australia with her pussy bus, pussy tour, and she's just a huge advocate for everything women being comfortable in your skin. Absolutely love her. So she put this on and we're going to be doing them regularly. She puts on group conversations for herpes groups, like all the subjects that people don't yeah. talk about. We'll eventually get her on our podcast. So last night I was like, yeah, I'm coming to this. So there was a model and the model obviously had their vulva and then had the laptop and they had to get it really close. And then all the women were then talking, but then Ellie she creates the most beautiful spaces. She then talks about the vulva. So, girls, what's your um, pleasure practice? How would so you describe? Was it, it was about drawing it, was it? It was about drawing no, it's it. No, it's about getting comfortable in your skin. And, yes, talking about your vulva because it's part of your body. But everyone was drawing them. Yeah, but you didn't have to be an artist. So no. draw, the drawing part is important, but really the conversation is what most people are getting a lot from. Okay. So it's not like sip sip and paint. No, vulva. it's not a sip and paint. No, it's not okay. about the art and it's not about the drinking or it, it wasn't it wasn't like that. So essentially the first model, you know, got herself comfortable and then Ellie would ask us, Nick, you know, go everyone got the same question. Describe your vulva 
And so then you had to be like, oh, wow, like what would I say about it? So she really advocates just getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Now, me being an artist, I saw this as I want to be in her energy, number one. I want to be around those types of people and an opportunity to draw like a real-life drawing class, which I haven't been able to do in years. So I got to draw two vulvas last night, which were amazing, and I've shown Becky the drawings. You can see them on my art Instagram. They look amazing. They do look amazing, yeah. I I like um, how you've done them. What's that called? Abstract. Abstract. Yeah, and how it appears because it appears like it's animated. So I'm now doing digital art, guys. So along with being an abstract artist, I'm doing it digitally. So you'll see on my Instagram now the breasts and now the vulvas that I draw for people. Excuse me. So I'm now going to offer people to draw their vulvas. So they would send a photo of their vulva or their boobs and then I draw it for them and then they buy it and it gets sent to them in whatever size, frame, et cetera. So I got to draw bits. I wonder if there's anything similar in the male market. As if if you'd want a fucking dick on your wall. I'm just saying maybe there's an opening. Maybe there's something I've overlooked here. Maybe I could have been doing a drawing class. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, so Ellie photographs your vulva. Sipping dicks. (laughs) Fucking sipping dicks. Well, I mean, I suppose you like dicks, right? You do like dicks. Yeah, I'm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, well, most of the women. Well, I'm women, not saying they're attractive to look at. No, by like, the way, by pretty. the way, it wasn't lesbians last night. They're all straighties. Few queer. Few queers. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so I did that last night. But I, I want a bit of housekeeping from you because you've had a fair bit going on. What's going on with your skin? Yes, I had a skin check. Mm. Oh, do you know what? The amount of prep, it's like going on a date, right? Because I, my... For you it is. My skin. <laughs> I would never, ever prepare my body for a skin check. Oh, my gosh. Would you? Mine is, he's an Irish chap. So what it's did lovely. you prepare? What did it look like? Shave my legs. Fuck off. Bit of body lotion. To go to the doctor? The skin doctor. Oh. Getting it out there. Well, you're not going to get it on with you. undies on, big undies, you know, and like a big, big old crop top. What about when he says, open your cheeks? <laughs> it's not it's not pleasant, is it? I just had one recently. He didn't ask me to open my cheeks. Did you ask her to bend over? <laughs> well, how do they get what what you can... No, I because Well, no, because they have to check inside your bum <laughs> cheek. I've got a big bum. You, maybe it's because you don't have a big bum, so I have to open it up. I had to lay on my front. You were on the bed. Yeah. Oh no, mine's always been standing. Lay on the lay on my back and sit on the edge of the bed so you can check my head and neck. Oh, no. Mouth. I was standing the whole time. Did he have the little magnifying glass thing? Yes. So, so I had a little thing burnt off my arm. Yeah, yeah I, I saw wear that. factor 50 all the time. It's, it's, a, it's funny because he was like, just leave the dressing on it and then in a couple of days you can tell it is like a big hole there. <laughs> oh, God. She's going to have to have a skin graft. So <laughs> is he going to check if it's benign? Yeah, he's sending it off and he'll let me know. So I was telling Becky, she asked me before she went off to this, she's like, oh, you know, have you ever had – a thing and I was like yes, like a cancer thing so I had one in between my toes yeah you said that would be from wearing thongs all the time and stuff thongs what you think the sun gets in because of the thong no I just think because your feet would be exposed like I grew up in the UK so my skin checks are always they've always said to me you're so easy because I didn't move over here till I was an adult so I wasn't exposed yeah well I mean I don't sun. I mean the inside of my toes never been exposed to the sun so I don't know how it got in there but anyway I had it burnt off and that was that I go once a year. I'm pretty vigilant with it. You have to be living in Queensland, Mm. in Australia. But it is. It's awkward. It is awkward going in. I did a lot of prep. It was was the most amount of prep I've done in a a few weeks. So that bothers me. Does it? Yeah, it bothers me that you prepped because you care 
I want it like I'm working with you on this without you even knowing it. You care way too much about what people think. Like who gives a fuck? If but it's what I think. I don't want to go in there with hairy legs because to why? me, because I don't want to. But why? I, you I, do look, care what he thinks. A, they needed doing and B, yeah, I don't want to, yeah. You don't want to show oh, that? No. Yeah, fair enough. Well, while we're talking about body hair. Yeah, come on. See, this is where we are polar opposites because you're growing your growler. No, well, I was. Oh, yeah, had a trim at the weekend. So I was growing my growler because I thought it would be growler being my vulva hair. I thought I, I mean, I've always wanted to bring it back and it is back, by the way, in some groups. So, but then on Saturday night I went out. So I went out to Pride Day. Now, see, you just, so why I, did you shave yours off? Because you care. Because I might have got it licked. It's a bit different to a fucking doctor looking at your skin. <laughs> Come on, Becky. There is a huge difference. Oh, God, you still care. Yeah, if, if someone went down on me, I did. So this, this is what I want to talk about. So I gave it a trim and I shaved my legs and I prepped. So I did what you did to yeah. go out and meet women, not see an Irish fucking skin doctor. Well, oh. maybe you don't read the books I read. I don't know. I mean, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> she's been what are those what's that um daniel Steele? she's daniel been Steele. reading too many fucking rom-com books yeah fuck becky if you've got to get yourself off by going to see an irish no he doctor. wasn't that nice i'm, I'm oh, talking right. in jest okay jesus. okay jesus, jesus mary and joseph jesus. okay so i was going to pride day and then i was going to have a few drinks and i hadn't been out except for one date in about seven weeks i worked out i hadn't had a drink so i was like yep yep cool so I thought, I, I mean, I had to maintain. So I shaved my legs, did my, I even shaved my arms actually, and I shaved my vajuts and off I went. And that's fine. The hair's there. Then last night in the class, we were talking a lot about body hair. And one of the vulvas we drew had pubic hair and the other one didn't. Oh, okay. And I don't know, like, I find it hot. I find voluptuous women really attractive, but I do find, I don't know, I, I think it might come from... The hair, do you mean? I found, the, found hair the hair hot. Yeah, I found the hair. Is it nostalgia from 70s porn mags you found? Maybe. Like, no, maybe. I, I just, to be honest, I think it's just what we're supposed to look like. And I feel like I'm really struggling at the moment with this whole, which I've been very vocal about on the podcast. I'm just struggling with this. I'm... I'm one foot in a hippie town and then I'm one foot in moving into this expensive apartment. Could always go half and half. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. No, half shaved, half like, you know. Well, anyway, so I've declared last night that was it. That was the last shave it got on Saturday. I'm growing my body hair out, not on my legs. I'm going to keep shaving them. And what will be the test is when I next go out and there's an opportunity for my yeah. vulva to be looked at because it's I don't have any shame around it. I, I will admit it it looked weird when it was growing back. It was only very thin. But, you know, you feel a bit sweatier, like a bit. Yeah. And I don't wear I don't undies, like. right? Mm, yeah. It's going to be a whole new. Anyway, so, <laughs> you know, we'd love you guys to. Am I going to have to vacuum every time you oh, come for around? for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fucking hell. I don't have a lot of pubic hair anyway. I'm going to start teasing you, Ginger, just because you can't get yours lasered. God, I'm feeling discriminated against on my own podcast. Okay, we're back. P.S. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, Becky was like scratching at her head like a dog and it's still <laughs> happening. She uses a pen. So what's Ow. the issue? 
the issue is I ran out of shampoo or actually I've got teenage girls and they just nick it if I get a nice shampoo they'll just nick it and in the cupboard I keep a stash of stuff like oh, for them can you send me home with some shampoo because well, I've got none well you can have this one so they've all got long hair Terry <laughs> Tiramisu, tiramisu. No, she's yeah, that's shit. So I know. So I pulled it out the cupboard, and I was like, "Oh, that will do." And it actually, I the smell of it, I didn't mind, but I never use it, and it makes my head itch, basically. So I am an advocate for. I'm using that word a lot lately. Um, I use Bondi, not Bondi Sands. I use Bondi Boost shampoo oh, and conditioner. Yeah. It's very expensive, but it lasts forever. So I get mum to buy it for me every Christmas. They do like a Christmas gift pack. Don't you hate getting presents of people and they're just shit? Yeah. So I used to get a lot of shit presents and now I've navigated, mum, I just want that, that, that. So my dad's side gives me like Aesop hand cream and what sets you up for the year and it sets me up for the year and if you look after these things and then you don't have to add them to your weekly shop but along the way i've ran out of shampoo i had my shampoo ranges i think i had that is it monday i really like the that pink, is that the is fucking thing. not expensive shampoo no but it's nice i like it and i don't like i've got a sensitive scalp so i don't like this is what happens if i just use like even if you just go to but i don't want an expensive shampoo you I've don't need hair. an expensive shampoo i'm just saying hair house warehouse has much better products for the same price anyway enough about the hair yeah yeah what else um what else well, you know i've just been busy I've been doing my research i've been doing um my walking i've been doing oh, oh we walked together we did we did a walk on friday with oh, i had chafing i had chafing How's Nikki? I'm there. So I've turned up for my walk. I've got my Lord of Jane's on, a cap, sunglasses, sports bra, obviously. Um, my Lululemon bum bag. Yeah. And then I just boycott you. <laughs> and Nikki rocks up and goes, I'm going to walk with you, but I haven't got a bra on and I haven't got undies I had nothing. on and I haven't got. <laughs> I had like a nighty. It's, it's, it, I mean, I'd worn that to bed. <laughs> And I had dropped Harvey off and then I saw you and went, oh, and then I looked down and I had, I had Alice in the car. So I was taking her to the dog park. I literally had Birkenstocks on, no yeah. bra, no undies. But we, we off did we a, went. Off we went. And then we, we you did all right. I thought I did fine. I had no issue to complain <laughs> of except for the chafing because I had to keep like swinging my dress in between my thighs. Um, and then we had that beautiful chai. And yes, you had a coffee. Yes, yeah, that was yeah, nice. Little, we did that. Coffee in the French Quarter. Very nice. All very, right. very so nice. I have got a little bit of other news. Right, come on. Spill, so spill I had the a, tea. I had a bit of vulnerable happen. Oh, you so, had a moon. What? No, hang on, tell me. Was it a moon reading? The moon, well, there was a full moon on Sunday. Yeah. But I had a energy healing. An energy healing. So I had an energy healing done on Friday night and I didn't really know what I was going in for. So I was kind of like, okay, like I thought I was going in for a full moon ceremony. Now, normally I used to do those at those Willow circles. Mm. They've closed that down now. And I was missing it because I like the positive yeah, energy. Yeah, enjoy it. Liked it. With so your thought, backpack of crystals yeah. trotting off there. <laughs> so we've done a whole episode on them, by the way. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I can dilly dab into this online. So something popped up on Instagram and I went, oh, this seems good. And it was a girl that I'd been following. She sponsored this week's episode. And I like, oh, I'm going to you know, tap into that. So I contacted her, paid my money, didn't really know what I was going, but I thought I'll do Got that. more than you bargained I for. I did. So I went in and you. I, she wanted me to lay down. She'd already done a bit of a card reading for me before I got on the call. And then she sort of taps into your energy and she doesn't know anything about me, by the way. And I didn't realize I was having an energy healing. I thought I was going to something that was going to have 
other people on the call and it was all about the moon. So I knew it was spiritual, but I didn't really know. And so I kind of laid down and... So is this online? All online. Always online, yeah. And I was nervous about that, but she said that she finds the energy connections and the feelings she gets are often greater online than they Mm. are. And I've got to be honest, I kind of echo that, right? Like when I'm... Even when I'm doing my coaching and training or I'm being coached, I find when you've got headphones on and you're staring at something, like you're very focused, Mm. different if it's in in a group environment. So anyway, lay down and then she kind of did her thing and she taps into your energy. She either talks to your higher self, spirit guides or like whatever comes up. So it's one-on-one. Just one-on-one, just her and I, yep. So I'm laying there and she just wants me to focus and meditate and I could feel the anxiety in my body. I could feel, I felt like a cold, I felt really cold on my chest. I kept like uh, jolting, like I felt, could feel my body jolting. And obviously I've done a fair bit of meditation, but I was really, oh, it probably went for about 25 minutes and I felt really uncomfortable for 70% of it. And then finally I started to relax and I could almost feel like finally my body like let go and surrendered to what was going on. And then at the end, she takes you through all the things that came up. And for me, it was like I could feel that, like I had chest pain to begin with. I couldn't even, not that I couldn't breathe, but I was really like heavy, (laughs) very Mm. anxious. And so the key themes that came out of my reading was that there's pain around my heart and that I'm not, I haven't dealt with that yet, that there's still Still clouding around my heart and that it's stopping me from... It's a bit of a blockage. The blockage. And there was uh, dehydration, which absolutely rang true. What else was there? There was, I'm really in my masculine energy at the moment. And I think after Vipassana, I had that week of just kind of sick and didn't Mm. really know where I was at. And then I kind of went completely the opposite and just went into turbo mode with my business, doing, 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 doing. And that's my masculine energy is when I'm just like, and she sort of said, I just don't feel like you're acknowledging that side of you right now. And I that hit home when she said that. I was like, yeah, I'm not. Like I'm just not even, you know. And I got really, when she said there's pain around the heart, I was just like, oh, fuck off. Like are you fucking kidding me? And <laughs> I did. I did. That's what I said to her. I was like, you know, I had a breakup two and a half years ago, you know, gave her an over, overview of my story. But I'm like, what do I do? I've done fucking everything, Ashy. Like, what the actual fuck? And, you know, whilst I was away, a little bit of stuff came up around my breakup, but not a not a whole amount. Um, anyway, so we delved into all of that and I ended up getting upset, which I think was really healthy. Mm. I think I needed that. And she was like, look, you need to tap into that, you know, and because I'm such a strong personality, I've got an ability to believe my own bullshit. Yeah, right. And there's a lot going on, you know, in my ex's life right now and that is – it's valid and I think the best thing that came out of the reading, all the things that she was turning up and talking about were all 100% aligned and just kind of gave me that permission slip to be and just sit in it and that whole kind of trust of what's going on. So that was really it. So all of that happened and so I kind of got off the phone from, from got off the call and then I was like, ugh. So then I just felt, I was just fucking pissed, right, off that I'm still dealing with heartbreak essentially mm. and it's like when's this thing ever gonna fall? that it hadn't gone away i think it is one of those things it's a little bit like jet lag i think it hangs around and it, it does get better and then you kind of wake up one well, day i mean and go, yes i mean clearly it's better right yeah. it doesn't plague me like it did and she was right there's stuff going on mm. that's making it 
you know. So anyway, I was always going out the next day, getting blind drunk and doing that. Not blind drunk, but <laughs> I had a fair few. So had the weekend. It's good that you had a plan. Yeah, so I had a plan. So I kind of ignored the call until Sunday I was hungover. You stuffed it back in. And I wasn't really hungover. I was just tired because we had a late night. That's what everyone says when they're hungover, when they don't want people to think they're hungover. I'm not, I'm not really hungover. I'm just a bit tired. Okay, well, I was hungover. Yeah, thanks. We'll and just put that right I there. I was hungover, yeah. I mean, we didn't get home till three. Yeah, then you were hungover. I was definitely hungover. And I, <laughs> I, so I, I worked out I was gone for 15 hours and I had a drink in my hand <laughs> the whole 15 hours. Yeah, didn't you go out at like 11 o'clock or something in the morning? Yeah, 11 yeah. got picked up, got home at three. It was a good innings. So Monday came and I just was riddled with guilt, so I did the thing, like just worked and tried to, you know, yeah. do the groceries and pretend that I didn't have a big night. I didn't have any guilt and shame around it, which sometimes you do when you go out. It's fine for you to go out. Anyway, the point of this whole fucking stupid story is yesterday I woke up and was like, ugh. Yes, I feel very down in the dumps. I was was very down. I was very sad. I started playing sad music and all I could – and because I was acknowledging being in my feminine energy, feeling the feels, and I was like, you know what, just give yourself a few hours, Nick. Sit in it. So I played some sad music. I had a bit of a cry, and I felt like that was really necessary. And I felt like it's okay to mourn parts of your life. And yeah. it, and it's not like I'm crying, going, "Oh, I wish my life was different." I'm not crying. I couldn't. I couldn't be happier than I am in my life. But there are still things that are still hard to deal with. So I just sat in my own shit for about three or four hours and I kept playing the same songs over and over and then eventually I picked up my paintbrush and then I started creating. So I was like normally when I'm like that I distract whereas yesterday I was like get it out. Mm. And so I ended up having a really productive afternoon artistically but I did tap into my feminine. We are very quiet. I was very quiet and I was busy feeling and drawing vulvas. That's good. It's good that you – well, yeah, at least you got to draw vulvas. Yeah, I drew I drew boobs and vulvas all day. There you go. No wonder you're feeling better today then. I'm feeling much better today because my <laughs> cup's filled up. But I just feel like it was a good space to – I don't know. We talk about sitting in your shit and I think, you know, I hadn't been. I hadn't been doing that for about three weeks. So I sat in my shit. <laughs> Right, Nikki, you don't know what this this is, but it's Skegsit. Skegsit? Skegsit. I think I've said it right. I don't work in fashion anymore. It is what are you the talking exit about? of skinny jeans. I can't believe you don't know this. Oh, no, I do know it. I just didn't know it was called Skegsit. Oh, you do know it because you were in your other jeans last week. Anyway, of course let's I know talk it. about it because so we've all been wearing skinny jeans since 2012. Has it been that long? All of a sudden. Well, it's been gone. They've been, they've been out. They've actually been out for a while. They've oh, just shut up. Finally, Kmart's caught up and you know. Shut up. I've just, you know. No, so Dakota, they're out. So they're out they've been out for men for years. And Ew, now, men so, should never have been wearing them in the first place. No, they place. were. They were. So are you telling Gross. me mum's jeans aren't skinny leg anymore? No, you've got to go out. Well, you have. And have. I have. I have as well. Yeah. I've bought three pairs um, in the last week. I've bought, not in the last week, last two Straight weeks. Straight to back too. I, well, I didn't buy, I bought carpenter jeans. Oh, What's they're that? so 90s. What's a carpenter jeans? They're quite baggy. Oh, wow. But they're high-waisted. And um, two pairs of bootlegs. Yeah, bootlegs. Boot I love them. Well, I've kind of. I'm loving it. I feel like jeans are, yeah, look, I'm, I am here. No, 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 90s. No, 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 like 90s. I think they'll always be a look for the bigger ladies which is now me 
uh, to wear, if not skinny leg jean, but a tight and then the baggier oh, shirt. Oh, I'm still going to wear them if I want to. Yeah, right. Uh, so how did you know they were out? Who told you this? TikTok. Oh, fuck. Nikki, She's still drinking that drink, that's everyone. That's how every- I love that drink. I'm not on TikTok anymore. I love that drink. That lemon drink. Is that the one you're on about? Yeah. <gasps> I like that. I don't know how, but you put lemon, ginger, olive oil and honey into a blender and it comes out creamy. Like, I mean, Yeah, that is a mind. bit weird, actually. I, lo- I love it. And what do you think it's benefiting you? It's keeping my lymph nodes from swelling. Yeah, you definitely don't look <laughs> swollen today. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, that's what I've got. What? I, I bought zero Coke. Oh, yeah, that's all right, though. It's a birthday edition today. I did buy you a zero Coke. Oh, yeah, it is my birthday edition. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, let's talk about God. that. What do I do? So last... Oh, have we done skinny jeans now? Because I'm, I'm just saying I'm putting it on, on out there that... Yeah, I'm aware that. Well, I haven't fit into mine. It's been a while since I've bought three pairs of jeans, you know. Yeah, clearly. Where do you you wear jeans? Where do you wear them? Look, just because you see me every Wednesday in Lorna Jane's does not mean I live in them. I've seen her in Lorna Jane's and then there was that one time, twice actually, once when we went to the graduation. Oh, yeah. You were very, you suit your um, boss bitch that day. Yeah, yeah. And then when we went to that dance class. Sip and dance. What'd you wear for that? I wore a onesie. I wore, yeah, you totally bucked the trend and were the opposite to everyone else, which didn't surprise me. What did you wear? I wore black skinny jeans and a Olivia Newton John. Oh, you did top. too. Yeah, you look good that night. But also, but where do you wear jeans then? All the other time, but where? I'm not you don't even jeans. go out for dinner much. Where do you wear them? Just every day, like after. Like, would you wear them to like school drop off? Yeah, but don't you? But you walk every day. Yeah, but I don't stay in this all day. Oh, so, so why yeah. do you stay in it for me? Because it's a rush. A walk. Oh. It's ten o'clock. So normally you get back from a walk and then get dressed. You get changed. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. See. So you do school pickup in Jesus, the jeans. Jesus, Mary and Jorvis. No, it depends. If I've come back and just cleaned, yeah, stay I'd stay yours. in them. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Because they are comfy. Jeez, I don't miss exercise. I, oh, I love I, I know love you love walk. your walk, but fuck, I mean, i got to move, but I'm loving sleeping in at the moment. It's the weather. Oh, it's beautiful though. Yeah. Uh, can, we, mm. can we, while we're talking about physical housekeeping, what do we do about a smelly pillow? You wash it or you chuck it. Okay, so I bought one of those ones that are kind of like the like they support your neck. So they got the dip in them, and they're that hard foam. Oh, it was expensive, to, like one hundred and twenty dollars. Like the bamboo memory foam. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's memory foam, but it goes like that, right? So it's got mm-hmm. a dip, and then it goes under my neck. So I've had it for bang on eighteen months, right? Mm-hmm. Hundred and whatever it was, and you know I wash my sheets. I'm going to be full transparency. I only wash my sheets once a fortnight. Okay. My family are once a week, but it's a big bed. I go to bed clean and I usually sleep on one side or the other unless Alice fucking pisses off her. <laughs> so in fairness, it's, it's you know, it's got me laying on it a bit, but it smells because I, I must sweat in the neck area. So it's not the foam, it's it's a body the, smell. Which is, well, I, I mean, yeah, my bed doesn't smell, but it's just got a bit of an odour. It's in the pillow. The pillow smells. I mean, I could try washing it. Yeah, I? see what the, I don't know if you can Soak wash it. those, or you might have to, like you know, just give it a wash over and put it in the sun. Yeah, okay. I should have put it in the sun today. God. Yeah. I think what I is think it? You put bicarb soda. soda. Have you ever done any of that stuff? Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh, I don't even know what bicarb soda is, but I need some because it's always on all the things. Yeah, yeah. You can use it for everything, and I you use, can clean yeah. your teeth with it. Yeah, you can. It's whitening. 
Yeah, right. Okay, well, I want to do that because I've got a uh, smelly, smelly pillow issue and then I just recently washed all my mats. Mm-hmm. Um, mats as in bath mats? No, like big, like a big mat. I shoved it in the washing machine and got it in. Oh, how did that go? Is it all right? It's good. It's come up well. Had Alice's pee on it and now it's hanging out over the balcony. Nice. Looks good. While we're on that, I'm going to move. We're literally talking about housekeeping right yeah, now. We are talking physically, about Physically, the actual well, come housekeeping. Come on, it's a big part of my life, housekeeping. Yeah, sorry. It is mine too. Um, so when I move into my new house, which is in November, I am going to get rid of my front loader washing machine and the dryer stays at the house anyway because it's one of those ones that come to the house. And oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to sell it because it's – it, it must be on its last legs. What's a bit it dies now? I've fucking talked about it. <laughs> but I'm going to get a washer and dryer in one. Oh, controversial. I'm, it is very controversial because I'm limited with space, you mm. see, and I want that above space for who knows what I might even need to paint out of there for a little bit. Mm. So that's what I'm doing. I've researched them. I've got on the choice. Choice is always my go-to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love a bit of choice. I'm looking at 1800 bucks. I mean, that's not a small change. No, it's not. Is it? No, everything's gone up. Everything's so expensive at the moment. Oh, um, God, don't make me start. It's crazy. I don't know much about the combined ones. So have I you ever had, had, you never had one? I've never had one. I'll tell you what I did get when I moved over here, which we didn't, we don't have in the UK, is a top loader. Oh, they're great. You don't have them in the UK. Yeah, I knew that. No. They're and way you know, better no, than a front sh- loader. No, it was awful. Oh, I liked them. My no. mum swears by them. Oh, it was awful. I hated it. It was right. massive as well. Well, you can put a lot in them. Yeah, but it all ends up like a big piece of rope all tangled up together. What, you don't think that happens in a front loader? I think the front loader's harsher. It Uh, is controversial. Yeah, because in the UK, everyone, and it was quite regular in the UK to have your laundry as part of your kitchen. Yeah, you can have it in the... um, I found that weird. Or the basement in America. Like, they have it in the basement. Oh, we just talked to an American lady. All right, we're talking... um, about housekeeping <sighs> and we're still like we weren't going to talk about this but now we're physically talking about housekeeping yes oh do you know what? i hate the invisible jobs i spent the weekend doing invisible like it was a miserable weekend. i've never it heard like, of that term invisible jobs well i just know i can spend a long time vacuuming them mopping the floors and no one comes in and goes oh i see you vacuuming and mop the floors all right so i'm going to tell i'm going to tell you a real true story right now okay. i think i used to be like you with that mm-hmm I don't do the floors anymore. I vacuum them. I Dyson, I've got tiles. Yeah. I Dyson them every third day and I've washed them. I've been in that house pushing two years. I have hot steamed them three times. (laughs) Now that's pretty gross. And when I wipe up an accident, like with a baby wipe or whatever, the floors aren't that bad. Like they're, I mean, they're gross, but I'm okay with it. You just got to get okay with the dirt. You got to get amongst the dirt. Yeah, but every now and again, things need a good clean. Oh no, don't I they? don't disagree. I don't disagree. But Do you know what I mean? Like I've got two dogs, two cats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And you know what my cats are like? They fucking put their legs. My up Tom everywhere. cat. My Tom cat would be like, oh, she just bleached that. So Shh. hey, did you ever hear back from the pet shop? No, there's still no fish, everyone. Um, I'm so just what does assuming, that mean? well, they're just living their happy life at the pet shop. Right, it's okay. Like, so and that, how's your little one? Has she wanted for more fish? We'll be going on Gumtree or Facebook Marketplace this week. Um, Excellent. No, I can bribe her with something else. Yeah, good. Excellent I'm parenting. Fish. I'm not getting any more fish. And then when the cats go, I mean, you couldn't move into an apartment now even if you wanted to. I've asked my neighbours to adopt my cat. They were saying that he keeps hanging around the back door. I was like, just let him in. Yeah, <laughs> let him in. So 
The housekeeping that I physically hate is cleaning the showers oh, and toilets. That's because we've got teenagers and well, really true transparency. I didn't do them. Like I have always had a cleaner because I always used to earn such good money that I paid a cleaner. So I had a cleaner Ooh. until I had a cleaner until a year ago. So I never did any of it. Mm. I've had a cleaner for twenty. Years. No wonder you don't mop your floors, love. Hundred percent. I never did any of it. We had a clean. We used to have a cleaner fortnightly, and then when my ex and I were working, when, when we earned great money, we didn't do any of it. We had it. We had once a week. She came every Thursday, and the house was perfect. You know, it was sixty, seventy bucks a week. But when you're both working, that's fuck all. And we didn't. Whenever we didn't have one, if we were changing them over, you spend your whole day, or Saturday morning, and you know, I mean, they didn't. Oh, actually, no, they did. They even used to do the washing, the old ones. Yeah, right. She used to fold the washing and stuff. And I just thought it was such, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't have one now because I work for myself and I'm home and I don't have a day of cleaning. I just spot clean. So I'm like, oh, that toilet's disgusting. Like I was putting washing on yesterday, saw Dakota's toilet and went, I need to deal with that now. <laughs> and so Dakota's dad has, what's that called? Um, tank water. So oh, yeah, if it's yeah. brown, Grey water, if it's brown, one? let it stay. If it's, no, if it's yellow, let it mellow if it's brown wash it down oh so he grew up at his dad's house only flushing turds <laughs> so therefore he never flushes we at my house and oh, it's fucking no. disgusting uh, and so i lose it all the fucking time oh no we're a flushing family all right yeah we're a flushing fan well i'm a flusher too so i hate housework i don't do it very often i could talk about dust for fucking hours dust is just like i mean if, if there are people listening out here and they actually spend a day and they dust their life, like they dust things, <laughs> well, it's funny, why the dust? You're like, Do you dust? You don't dust. Look at that. And well, looked, looked over, over at the alcohol but cabinet. I mean, <laughs> like I will dust when I feel like, okay, so I clean my kitchen bench and I clean my table that I sit at, as in yeah. like the coffee table, right? So that there's gets all wiped. Yeah, there's certain surfaces get wiped down all the time. But like would you they go around, do... like would you, when was the last time you would have dusted that little side table there? Oh, probably not that long ago. Yeah, I probably would give that a wipe down with a wet cloth. How often? Like monthly? No, more than that probably. So you do dust? No, no I'd wipe stuff. Dusting, I just, I, does dusting work? Wiping stuff down is dusting. <sighs> So I wiped well, the teeth. Obviously, I need to do the alcohol cabinet. The alcohol cabinet's just, but that's a, but that's a big job, right? That's like a big job. That's a that's a half an hour job. Oh uh, well, that's only a big job if you're going to take everything off. We can't dust around the bottles. Well, there's no dust underneath them. I just see. This back. is what I mean about dust. So I looked across at the TV. If if it, I never normally watch TV in the afternoon, but for whatever reason I did, and you when the sun gets a certain way, oh. and then you're like, your house goes from moderately clean to fucking filthy, all because the sun's shining in. Yeah, but that's how the windows change. Well, like you don't notice how dirty windows are until oh, the mine sun are moves. So bad. Mine, mine are so bad. Mine are so bad. Right. Yours are not, by the way. Yours are very nice. So I'm looking, going. Look at the fucking dust on the TV, like the TV cabinet. And I've got a very beautiful, expensive fucking TV cabinet. So I'm like, oh, that's disgusting, right? So I get up and I clean it all. But I get what you're saying about the invisible jobs because I used to have a cleaner that dusted, did mops floors. And yes, my house always looked clean. And now I don't have any of that. But I don't do those invisible jobs very well. I do them when I'm nearly, I mean, okay, let's talk about the top of the fans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my son's fan in his room. I reckon you could probably plant grass on it. But you know, you'd, again, because it's because we're in our winter now. You don't. The fans are going constantly all summer, 
And yeah, it's do you turn yours when... off? I don't turn mine off. Oh well, yeah, like these ones. I I turn them off. Okay, that, okay. I'm looking. Me. I'm looking up now at Becky's fans. <laughs> okay, Tom, no, that is nothing on what I. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna send you a photo. That's like what my bedroom one's like. Yeah, Dakota's is like it's it's climbing around like a creeper. It's oh. so bad. It's almost like dirt. It's fucking disgusting. Okay, Becky, what jobs do you hate? Okay, well, num- coming in at number one, people. <laughs> number one? <laughs> we, we, we started housekeeping <laughs> on this episode about our lies, which is our <laughs> weekly segment, and now we're physically talking yeah, about housekeeping. Yeah, but you know, I say to you, it's quite a big house, so if you want to clean it all in one day, it's going to take – it takes the whole day. Like, to, to clean this house, it's a oh full day's God. work. So I will – one. Oh, number, number one, one. Number one. In the girls' shower, unscrewing the shower oh, drain, and yes. literally, because they've all got long hair, it's like pulling up a dead rat. It makes me gag. It's just disgusting. Like, oh. So yeah. I never knew what that was until your daughter started dating my son. <laughs> And I'd never had long hair in a faucet because we don't have long Mm. hair. And then Mm. all of us, and her hair was everywhere. And it's beautiful, thick red hair. And her hairs were so long and. And they're like rope and they get, they get stuck around your vacuum cleaner. They get stuck in the drain. Yeah. So four of them and two cats and two dogs, I could just constantly, I should just have a vacuum up my ass, just constantly going around. Mm. So when I moved to my new place, I'm looking forward to being on one level. I don't, yeah, I, I stairs mean, are a pain. Well, I've never not. I've always been in two story. P.S. Cleaning the stairs is a. I'm nearly That's said an awful cunt. Job. It's a cunt of a job. It is. It is. It is so bad. And you've got carpet on yours. Oh, yeah. So you got to vacuum it. Yeah, and I've also I clean it. I mean, what moron in the world would ever choose to put carpet on fucking stairs mm. unless they put the rubbery bit on top of the carpet? Yeah. It's... Sorry to anyone out there that's ever done that, but that makes zero sense in Australia. Oh. I mean, if you're in a cold climate, do that? Would they have carpet stairs in your country? Yeah, dickheads. Yeah, and years ago they used to have carpet in the bathroom. Ooh, oh, that. that's just fucking wrong. And a toilet. <laughs> um, Dakota's dad's parents had it in the toilet. Yeah, gross. Yeah, you know what? Growing up, I think my grandma had carpet in her bathroom. Yeah, they not. still have that. No, they don't. Think they have, no, they don't have it anymore. So anyway, back to my new house. So it's an apartment, three-bedroom apartment. We move in November. It's got – I got real polished timber floorboards, the good ones. So that's it for me. I never have to vacuum – I mean, I never have to wash a floor again. (gasps) Do you know what I did? What? I – instead of getting the vacuum out, I I swept. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do in the new place. So I'm going to get rid of the Dyson because I fucking hate it. P.S. I got that given to me for Christmas once. That should have been um, separation there and then. I should have fucking shoved. I should have shoved it up her ass. And she goes, "I know it's a bit weird, but you know, I just thought because I'd bought like a cheap." It's like saying, "I know it's a bit weird, but the floors need doing." No, it wasn't that. It was that I was whinging about the cheap one I bought. I always learn the lesson. I go buy the cheap shit, and then fucking only, three months later, only rich people can afford to buy buy cheap stuff. That's what they say. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. So. What I'm going to do, because I, I, I follow this girl on Insty. She's one of those, like, mummy bloggers, but she's a fucking cool one. She's got one of those sweepers that's just the orange, um, like the wide orange one. That's all I'm going to do in the new place. Every morning, straight into the cupboard. I don't even think I've got a cupboard that holds all that. Hopefully the laundry has. And I'm going to have mats, so I'll have to use the vacuum. But just for your mats. But just for my mats. But, you know, I feel like my Dyson needs a service. Probably does. So is mine. Do you have one too? Yeah, I've got. I've got a Dyson and a Miele. 
Oh, Melee's good. Yeah, my washing machine's Melee. That's why I love it. Mm. Oh, God, I've got to save up for all these things. Okay, so that's your number one. So my number one job is the shower. Mm. I really hate that. Really, really hate it. Right, well, we're not going to talk about housekeeping this whole episode. Well, we just did so fucking boring. It's boring to do. It's boring to talk about. But I'm going to move on now. Okay. Now, I know, even I know, it's Pride Month. It is. It's getting a lot of play, isn't it? Yeah, it is, which is great. It's getting a lot of play everywhere. It is. So it's getting a lot of play in America and the UK and yep. here, which I love. Um, but you went to a Pride event. I went to Pride Gold Coast. I did. Now, oh, God, what's a great fucking topic. So first of all, June is the first of – so for us in Australia, it's the start of our winter, which is yeah. very weird for you Americans. P.S. Welcome and welcome to – special welcome to the global members. 20% yeah. of our listeners, international. right, are international. We love that. So in Australia on the 1st of June, it is the beginning of our winter. Mm-hmm. So I love that. It's also my birthday month, which I don't really love, but I'm a Gemini and it's my birthday next week. And it's Pride Month. So I fucking love June for all those reasons. It's the halfway point of the year. It is. It's also Alice's birthday next week. We're having a party for on Friday, on Sunday actually. Anyway, I digress. Everyone, in case you don't know, in case you haven't watched the episode, listen to the episode about dogs. Okay, so Pride Month everywhere in the world. It's Pride Month in June. Uh, yes, I went to my first Pride Gold Coast event. How was it? Look, it was really good. So I'll paint the picture. It was at a park, like a national, not a national park, but like a big park. And it was like um, market stalls, food stalls, a bar area, a stage, very family, very yeah. picnic. Um, and then they had like a talent show. And so all the drag queens came out and did their yeah. different talent. It was really fun. So we it started at 12 and we were there early bird caught the worm. We were kind of there 1230 and it was really packed. And yeah. for someone on the Gold Coast that's queer, I was like, well, where are all you fucking bitches been hiding? <laughs> um, there was loads of people there. It was really cool. I got straight into the beers. The beers were beautiful. I bought some earrings with cunt on them. Nice. They're beautiful because that's my my business ethos. So we watched the drag and that was amazing and they all did like a talent thing and then there was a DJ. Oh, my oh. God, she's gorgeous. we got to get her on the podcast. I've exchanged numbers. Also a very attractive lesbian, I might add. <laughs> um, so I was there for a few hours. I bought my cunt earrings. I had a little bit of a look around and then we left. But it was really good, really community. The one thing I will say is – I couldn't believe how many young women were there. Mm-hmm. So obviously in the lesbian community on the Gold Coast, by sheer size, again, for the international listeners, it's quite a small town. Like when you have... Well, when it's a you, city, really. It's a city, yeah. But when you have Pride Day in Sydney, it's like two or 3,000 people, whereas this was, you know, obviously yeah. a lot less than that, maybe even more actually. So, but I was really pleasantly surprised by how many young people were there mm. and how... You know, they all had that sense of community and obviously someone coming out late in life didn't get any of that. Yeah. Was so, it well done? Was it a well done event? Uh, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah okay. it was cool. I, they had a party in the night. They had a fluoro, uh, sorry, a um, glow stick party. I did hear that was a bit average. Okay. Um, but it was very family orientated, you know, face painting, like a market on steroids. Yeah. But the music was really cool and it definitely wasn't a go there and drinking event. Like you could only drink in the kind of fenced off area. Yeah, okay. So it wasn't a piss up or anything. It was very much a family thing and just rainbow flags everywhere. The market stalls were really cool. Oh, good. Yeah. 
So I'm so happy with my little cunt earrings. Yeah, we'll have to get a picture of those. Yes, I have. I've got I've got a picture of those. So I did that, but I do like there's still not enough call out. There's still not enough gay bars on the Gold Coast or gay friendly bars. Because as I was sitting there with all these women, I'm like, well, where are you guys? Like, where are you all going? Where do you want to go? Because there's only one. There's the Chameleon Bar, and it's okay, but it's just okay. Mm. So, you know, anyone wanting to open a business? Let us know. Oh, speaking of pride and all things lesbian, is I'm off to that event in a couple of weeks, the sex party. Oh, well, that will be on housekeeping. It will be, but I'm just telling everyone, look yeah, forward to that. Don't give too much away, Nikki. Well, I can tell everyone I'm going to a sex party. <laughs> I didn't think I was ever going to get to one. Remember we talked about my sex list on like episode three or four, mm. which is like seven months ago now, six months ago. So I got that sex list out on Saturday night. And I've added a few things to it. Okay. So I added sex party. Pray tell. I added sex party. I added, I don't want to get into this massively, but some level of bondage. Oh, okay. So I want to go in one of those swing things. Are you talking about when they do the binding? Oh, yeah. I'd have just bondage. Have you seen that? I think when, I have. It's not, I don't think it's bond. I think they call it bondage? binding. Oh, where binding. They do, it's like ropes, very intricate. Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking it's about. It's like a slow, oh, okay. So the sex party. It's my bit of kink coming out again. See? Yeah, so she's definitely got a hidden kink. So, so, so did the people I hung out with Saturday night. I don't have that kink. Um, I don't have that kink, but I'm going to get my kink on for that party. So the party I'm going to is for new lesbians and it's for new people, for women that like women. And the first couple of hours, it's just like, don't touch, just settle in and feel comfortable. So I'm going to be very much like an advocate for come out later in life. It's okay. And then after six, then it turns into a touching sex. The lights go off. The lights go off. (laughs) And then it turns into a touching sex party. Do you know what? I can't wait to hear all about this, right? Well, I'm I've recruited so, a friend. I'm so yeah, it's not me. No, clearly. Yeah. Um You can't go and not participate. <laughs> I've recruited my friend Loz. Be a voyeur. Well, like I don't think I could go to that by myself. So I talked to her. She's been with women before. She's like, Yeah, no, I'm up for that. So she's coming. I would be cracking up. But I can't wait to hear all about it. Because years ago when I was in Spain and um there was this villa. It's called Villa Hush. I thought you said a filler. No, a villa. Yeah. Villa Hush. Yeah. And it was on this urbanisation and people used to come in. It was it ran like swingers parties. Yes. This is what I want to get involved and in. And there was a website and um, me and my friend went on it and we were like, oh, gosh, look at that. It was so funny because I just I just thought it was so funny because on the website, it was obviously people were nude mm. and it was like they were saying, oh, yeah, and you come in and, and there was a buffet. Food? <laughs> yeah. Of actual food? Oh, food. that seems a bit inappropriate. Yeah, like sausage rolls and stuff. Oh, a bit of quiche. Fuck. <laughs> Do you want a bit of quiche with your veg? <laughs> That's gold. So I want to know if there's nibbles, all right? Yeah, right. You and Loz need to be on the lookout. Yeah, we will. Well, when we were we have, having a drink and having a good old gas bag on Saturday night, I was talking to a couple of straight couples about all things sex and, you know, sex toys and all that. And really interestingly, they're into um, the dress-up thing, like the whole dress-up oh, play, yeah. which I've – that's on my list, right, was to okay. go to a bar and then be picked up by my oh, partner. Oh, yeah, it was too. And then also last night we were sharing about what we've been doing sexually and on that call one of the girls said, once a month, her and a her and a fiance, they they leave separate and then they meet at a bar and they take on they take on a new character. Oh, and I love this bit right? of role playing, yeah, which I think's really fucking cool. So I'm not into swinging off the the bondage and stuff. I'm going to try it, but that's the sex pole things not my thing. Anyway, 
I digress. So I've just forgot my train of thought. Well, you're talking about these this couple that they leave separately and they go to Oh, that's right, that's right. So the particular couple I was talking to, so she has dressed up as everything. She's like, Yep, I've been a schoolgirl, a nurse, a doctor, da da da. And then I'm like, Well, what about him? And she goes, Well, this is the problem. So anyone out there that needs a business idea, men's dress ups. Yeah, like would it be attractive if they rock up as Fred Flintstone to the pub? And well, so so exactly. <laughs> so he's been a pilot. She's bought a pilot thing and then he's been. But they look so tacked. Know, they look right. so tacky. I know. Like, but even, even, if, even if it's just in the safety of their own home, but then he's, he's dressed up as like a like a caveman type thing. Like, like Fred Flintstone. Sort of like Fred Flintstone, yeah. So they're telling me the story and I'm like, okay, well, what can they dress up? And, again, I started feeling sorry. Put my Ed, my um, Edinburgh, what's his name? What's the, the discovery guy? Which one? The the guy that talks about the animals, yes. And then I can oh, see. Oh, David Attenborough. David Attenborough, <laughs> yes. I can see a species coming into the place <laughs> and they're wearing. Anyway, they're telling me this story and I'm just watching them both going, fuck me. Anyway, so my new partner. Well, that's what you want to do. You want to dress up with your new partner. Well, I don't want a new partner, but I just want to dress up. I want to do all of the things. I just want, okay. to, I just want to say yes to everything. Well, you're going to look a bit weird <gasps> going into a bar dressed up on your own. Oh, we've got to talk about this. We'll be back. Oh. Okay, Nikki, I think you've got something to admit to everybody. Okay, so <laughs> the truth is you could definitely make a living out of this. <laughs> okay, so I openly bagged out every ASMR Look, I, creator. I, I got on here in a podcast a few weeks back and went, what the fuck's that shit? So... I follow someone on Instagram called Tully. She did go on the Big Brother web, uh, Big Brother website, the Big Brother house twice. Love her. She was gay straight. Anyway, poor Tully's now single. So I like to give her a bit of airplay when I before I go to bed. By the way, this was this is also telling you that one of my non-negotiables is broken because it means the phone's back in the bedroom. Oh, that's mm. another. That's not to watch porn. <sighs> that is another big admission. All right, let's do the first one. Okay, so I'm watching her and she's like having a rough time because she's recovering from the breakup and she said the only thing that's helping her sleep is ASMR. And so I'm like, all right, well, I like her, right? I rate her personality. I rate what she says. So I was like, all right, I'm going to give it another go. And so I listened to her talk all about it, what it is. She really teaches you what it is and where it came from and mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then she tags you in her four most popular ones of what she watches. And she does pretext like she knows it's weird as fuck. Yeah. But it's it's working for her. Mm -hmm. So there's all the normal ones, you know, tapping, you know, scratching. That does not sound nice. But then there's this one that she follows and it's paper play, right? So it's just like a kid doing craft and then the microphone's down so low and it's like ripping the paper, scraping the paper, and I'm like, fuck, whatever. Anyway, so then I'm like, you know what? Like everything in life, I just got to give this shit a go. So the one that she goes to sleep to every night, she tagged you in it. It's on YouTube. So I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking put this baby on. In for a penny, in for a pound, as ne we say. Next thing you know, fucking dog's licking my face. It's the morning. God, thank God you said face. <laughs> <laughs> oh god desperate times now i've lost my mojo that hasn't so come back it, yet so it worked so it worked i fell asleep i don't even remember anything 
like at all. So I just hit the deck immediately. Well, it's funny because I slept very deeply. Good. Well, in our little outbreak, I was well, not in our in our lunch break. I was telling you how I I love voices. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about podcasts because I love people's voices. I you can do. Find, so I can listen to almost any subject, and if the voice is doesn't yeah doesn't great on me, I can listen to. I know. It's it's I. So I realised I do enjoy voices. So I could listen to podcasts and fall asleep. Somebody I watch on YouTube, I, I find her What do you voice... think of your own voice when you hear it back? Because we listen to ourselves oh, now. No, well, my Spotify account, so I it will play, say if I choose to put a podcast on at night and fall asleep, mm. it obviously then goes through my... Um, and you followed us, that's why. And because I followed our podcast, oh, it, it wakes me up. With us. I think it's my voice that wakes me up. And then I thought it could be yours. Because oh, no. also my neighbour... He's a barrister, has a podcast. Right. Um, and she, yeah, her voice wakes me up. The fact that you sleep with headphones, that must be bad for your brain. No. I just have, I, so I but put I, my, my phone in. But I'm a big I... snorer. So yeah, sometimes right. it would be, it's it's more beneficial for me to get a good night's sleep than to. Okay, back to up. ASMR. Oh, yes. Yeah, I want to do, do a podcast on it. I want someone to come on and I want them to. Do it. Do like a ten-minute ASMR segment in the podcast. I want them to tell us the benefits of it, and if anyone out there knows anyone or wants to talk to us about ASMR, don't you reckon that'd be cool? Yeah, hundred percent. I don't know anyone that does it, but I do just want to shout out my neighbour's podcast, which is Split oh. Happens. Yeah, it comes up. What's it called? Split Happens. They talk oh, that's about cute. divorce. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. They're lawyers. Split yeah. Happens. Oh, so they're Split lawyers. Happens. Yeah. So it's all so about. So do they share? If you need any advice and stuff. Oh, what happens that's after nice. a breakup? Yeah. Oh, good on them. So she, her voice wakes me up, and our voices wake me up. Other than that, I sleep like a baby. You sleep like a baby. You should. Um, I couldn't stand my own voice, and now. I just play it back normally, like as if it's nothing. I don't even think about it. This week's episode has been brought to you by Wellness with Ashi. Ashi offers you energy healings, clear your chakras and get channeled guidance, an array of services. You can use the code YOURSAY at the checkout to get 10% off all of her services. You can find Ashi on Instagram, Wellness with Ashi. Well, didn't we take housekeeping to the absolute extreme? But, you know, I thought it was a great episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye for now.